Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. We believe in being real about what the Bible says, simple in how we convey it, and intentional in how we pursue Him. Again, John chapter 13. John chapter 13. If you, uh, I'm killing time right now, 13. All right, here we go. All right, uh, like Shana, man, Shana, where, where are you at? Where's Shana? It takes a lot to get up and, and get vulnerable and, and share your faith in it. Man, I was sitting back there, I'm like, my eyes are sweating. I'm wiping my eyes, and it, it means a lot. And I know there's somebody here that needed to hear that. And uh, tonight I want to talk about hard to love, hard to love. This is what uh, Jesus is kind of wrapping up his, his ministry. He's eating with his boys. And uh, this is what he tells them. He get, this is uh, John chapter 13, starting in th- verse 34. He says, A new commandment I give you. Check this out. He says, Love one another. As I have loved you, so that you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. There's a reoccurring theme going on in this verse, and he keeps saying, he's saying, look, you've got to love one another. Love one another. And it's kind of like, ah, that's, 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 of course, like, of course, Chase, like, I'm a Christian, like, I'm going to love everybody. Like, yeah, I can do that. I can, I can love everyone. But if you've been kind of walking through this faith journey, you know that's a little bit easier said than done. Whenever someone comes into your life and it's a little bit harder for you to actually like intentionally love that person, even when they don't reciprocate it, even when they don't love you back, it gets tough. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. I'll tell you though, whenever I, I don't know about you, I got to go home for Thanksgiving and uh, I don't know about you, but my hometown has not got lots of uh, college students, not many people my age. What we consider a, a success in Eufaula is that you, like, get out of Eufaula. You know what I'm saying? Anybody from a town like that? So, like, you go back to Eufaula, and after about three days of being in my hometown, you're like, Jesus, I need you to deliver me back to college. Like, I, I have no friends here. I've hung out with uh, Grandma as long as I can. Like, I love her, but, like, I just need to get back to someone my age. And so, like, I, I was really excited to get back, and, and I had a lot of studying I need to do. So, you know, I'm sure I'm like you, and your list is just so long of, like, I've got projects, I've got studying, I've got tests coming up. So when I get back to my apartment, what I do is I go immediately to my PlayStation and turn it on, and I start gaming on some Fortnite, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the best way to study. So I, 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 hop, I hop on some Fortnite, and so I'm just kind of gaming out, and I'm gaming with the boys, and so, like, we're, we're just kind of playing, and I, like, know I've got something I need to be doing, but I'm like, man, I finally get to, like, get back with my boys. Like, it, it justifies for me to game out a little bit. Like, studying, like, I, like Jesus, if you'll bless my GPA, like, I, we got to win some dubs tonight, if you know what I'm saying. So, like, I, I was playing, and, and, and I, I started to, like, feel, feel this feeling, and I don't know if you've ever felt this, and it might have been that just my GPA was dropping as I spend more and more minutes playing this game that means nothing in the end of eternity, and then I, I just kind of felt myself getting a little cold, and so I, I was sitting there, and I was like, man, this is, I, I guess it's just caught, like, it's good, it's good back, back, back in Troy, it didn't really even phase me, man, I'm so locked in, I'm so locked in, I'm loaded, and so I, I, I'm playing, and all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to wrap it up for tonight. And so I, I, I started wrapping it up, and I remember I was kind of getting ready, and I was like, dude, my feet are freezing. Like, I, I'm one of those people that like it cold. Does anyone else in here kind of like it cold? Yeah, like, there's always probably, like, this isn't necessarily, the, like, stuff for our apartment, but there's usually, you have that one roommate who likes to keep it. It's like, if you like it on, like, 68, they like it on, like, 78. Like, there's, like, a big difference. And so 
uh, we all kind of, we kind of for the most part all like it cold, man. That, that's, man, that's just a godsend that I've got roommates that like it cold. All right, so I, I'm usually, I'm good. And I went to sleep that night, not really thinking anything of it. And I wake up the next morning, and I don't even know, maybe you saw it on my Instagram story. But I literally wake up, and it's so cold, I'm starting to wonder if there's a God. Like, it is so cold in our apartment. I go to look at the thermostat, and it is literally below 55 in our apartment. It is cold. Like, I like the cold, but I do not like the early stages of hyperthermia, if you know what I'm saying. Like, it's that level kind of cold. And like in this moment, I, 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 I'm not really thinking of anybody else. I'm like, man, did my roommates survive this? I don't know. I got to fend for Chase. Like I'm about to make a campfire. If they make it here, that's good. But like I've got to, I got to dethaw. It was so cold in my apartment. It was unbelievable. Like I've never had it that cold. And I actually, you know, start thinking, you know, it, when, you, when you're in this kind of state, I'm like, man, like, is there some kind of conspiracy? Like is someone trying to kill me? Like what's going on here? Turns out somebody just left the window open. My like dad takes me. He's like, hey, like, did you get the heat working? I'm like, no, heat works fine. We just didn't have anything on because it was just kind of a cool night and somebody left the window open and I'm wondering like, am I about to start a fire in my apartment? It is so cold. And I, I, I kind of want to relate this a little bit to, to hard to love because whenever times are tough, whenever times it's not easy, that's when you kind of start forgetting about other people. When we're talking about hard to love, when, he's, when Jesus is calling us this new commandment of love one another, I'm going, to be, I'm going to take a stretch here and say that our culture is the first one to not care about anyone else. The only person that we care about is me, myself, and I. And as long as I get warm, then maybe my, like, maybe my roommates will take care of themselves. And maybe it's like, you know, like I've got a lot of things going on in my life right now. I've got a lot of tests that I've got to study for. I've got so many things that I need to do. But Jesus kind of gets put on a back burner. Even in myself, my faith journey kind of gets put on a back burner. And I'm not even really trying to share the gospel anymore. I'm just trying to get by just myself. So what happens is, is that sometimes we get so focused on just me, myself, and I, we start forgetting about things of what Jesus is actually doing in our life. What we see with this is that he's telling these guys, he's like, look, in the, in the passage he's talking about, he's like, I'm about to go to a place that you cannot follow me. He's talking about he's going to go to the cross and he's going to die. He's going to be resurrected. But there's going to be a time where he goes up to heaven and they're not going to be able to follow him. And he's like, look, I'm going to give you this last commandment. I'm going to give you this new commandment. He's saying, love one another. And if you're a Christian here, maybe you were raised in church. Maybe you weren't. And you're like, man, love one another. It seems very, very simple. Seems really, really simple. And what, I, what I've kind of started to, to realize is that I, I actually kind of asked a pastor, I was like, hey, like, this is a commandment. Like, whenever you're kind of teaching, like, I was like, what, what, what do you tell about, like, the commandments? Jesus is telling us to love one another. And he's, he told me that one time he was talking to this group and he was like, so what do y'all do with the commandments when you come across? Like, what do you do with the commandments? And uh, one old lady raised her hand. She's like, I underline them in blue. Like she like, and that's what he was saying is that it's like, yo, like we got to get to the point where we're not just like underlining things in the Bible and then not actually like living them out in our life. Like if he's calling us and he's saying love one another, that doesn't mean just love one another when you're in a relationship or in a friendship. He's saying love anyone and everyone that you come in contact with, whether they're reciprocated or not. He's saying love one another. And the cool thing about it is that it's not about how much you really even know about Jesus. It's not about the, like, the knowledge of the Bible. He's saying the way they're going to know that you're followers of me is that you love one another. So many times we can chase like, hey, like, what is, do, we, do we have enough lights? To, can I, can I, do I know enough about the Bible? Can I sing? All these like, talents are well and they're good. 
But man, my charge tonight is us as just Christians is that I pray that we're not known as the ministry with lights or that someone who can really sing or someone who can really talk. Man, if we would just be known as the ministry, if we'd be known as Christians that love one another, that we put the things on the back burner that don't really matter. It's like, hey, I don't need to focus on that because it doesn't really matter. I'm going to focus on loving everyone. That's all that it comes down to is he's just saying love one another. I'm going to... um. I'm going to take a leap again and, and, and kind of say this, that I, I, I've, after kind of talking to a lot of people that, that aren't Christians, trying to kind of understand where they are in this faith journey of like, man, like, what, like what's up with Jesus in your life? Like, are you cool with him? Are you not cool with him? Do you want to talk? Like, just talking. And what, what I've kind of seemed to realize is that when this commandment, where this commandment comes into play is that love one another, I meet lots of people that aren't Christians, and it's not even that they have a problem really with the doctrine of Jesus or knowing that God exists, is that they've got a problem with the people in the church is that they claim one thing, but they're not actually loving people on the outside. Whenever it comes down to it, it's not about, yeah, you go to all the right stuff, but he's saying love one another because I feel like the church has been known for a lot of things that we're against, but not a lot of things that we're for. Are we for loving people and loving them like no matter how they reciprocate it? Or it's just, hey, hey, you need to, you need to come to church with me, but then I'm going to judge you on the other side. It's like, no, that's not how it goes by. I'm, I'm kind of tired of like us as Christians being known just as like, you know, like, I don't like this person or like, I, I, it's crazy, man. There's literally, there's literally people that will like, that, that claim Jesus and I believe that they're Christians, but they can't even be in the same room as other Christians. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, man, when he's saying love one another, like you don't got to be best friends with them. But when he's calling us to love one another, that roommate that's really hard to get along with, it seems like you've shown them every bit of grace, every single, you've been intentional towards them, you've tried your best. When he says love one another, it's, man, this is every single time, every single time, even when they don't, they, even when they don't give it back. Love one another. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to try to get vulnerable real quick and, and maybe put this in perspective. When, when I kind of think of hard to love, I, I'm going to be honest and kind of say that, that, I struggle with this. That's kind of why I wanted to talk about this because I, I, I kind of struggle with loving people like Jesus does. And this is something that we can, we can strive for and we're always going to fall short, but sometimes I, this, is, this is just me and I'm, I don't wanna, I'm not speaking on the behalf of you, but this is kind of me is that where I struggle with loving people like Jesus does is what it comes down to is like I, I feel like I've been burned so many times in the past. Like I've seen so many people in my life that were friends that, that, that have just walked out of my life. Maybe God's taken them in a different directions. I feel like I've, maybe it's a friendship or a relationship and I'm starting to kind of see the wheels start to turn. It seems like right whenever things are going good, it's like all of a sudden they're falling out of my life. And it, I, I, I would even tell you this, that I think God's kind of blessed me with an ability. It's like this really cool like blessing where any girl that I talk to has this very like soon to come, they're going to move to sound, like South Florida. Like it just happens every time. Like every time that I get invested in any type of way, every time I do that, I feel like I get burned. I feel like every time that I invest just a little bit, I get burned. And that's where I think I struggle with loving people like Jesus does. Because I, I feel like when I'm, when I'm being intentional towards people, I, I think the, the question almost runs through my mind, like, are they going to be here in a couple of months? And that's what, I, I, like I said, it's just something that, that I struggle with because I wonder, I'm like, man, if I'm, if I'm loving people like Jesus does, it doesn't matter how, like, what season it is, how long they're going to be here in my life. 
if Jesus has put them here, I shouldn't worry about the timetable. I should be like, hey, look, this is the commandment that Jesus has given me. Love one another, whether I get along with them or not. If God has put them in my life, I'm called to get along with them. I'm called to love them. That's what we see, man. And I, it does, it gets hard to love. It gets hard to love other people. I, I, like, I was talking about it. It almost gets to the point where I feel like I get numb to it. Like people stepping out of my life, I almost not really expect it, but like I'm almost numb to like if somebody were to tell me, it's like, man, I've been burned so many times in the past, it, it's, it's all good. I don't know if that's anyone in here, but you feel like, man, like you just, you're trying to love people and you're trying to like be that intentional person for Christ. And it seems like every single time you start to reform a relationship, a friendship, every time you start that, it's like just within a few weeks, they're going to step out of your life. And it gets hard to actually have that drive that like Jesus has called me to love one another if you're like, but are they going to be here? He's telling us, he's saying, love one another no matter what the circumstance is. I'll say this, when it comes to people that you don't get along with, with people that are like really tough to love, does anybody have any like body tough to love in their life? That's me. All right. There's people that it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of strength that I feel like God's put in my heart to love some people in my life. Like it takes some extra like praying like, God, I don't, I don't see eye to eye with like anything this person like says. There was this one time that I, that some of you don't know this about me, but I worked at Chick-fil-A my, uh, my freshman summer down in Tallahassee. Awful experience. Chick-fil-A is a great establishment, but man, I worked with one person. That I, I, I'm, I'm pretty easy going. I can work with just about anyone. But there was somebody, man, that I worked with that I was like, man, I'm praying this person doesn't come to work this day. Like there's some people that are really hard to get along with. And I think that's what, what, what Jesus is telling these disciples. Is he's just saying, like, look, there's going to come that time. There's going to come that day. There's going to come that person that it's going to be hard to love. It's going to be hard to love. So this is what I've got. This is, this is the end of it. This is the end of it. Real short, real simple. If Jesus has called us to love one another, and that's how people will know that we are followers of Christ, it doesn't matter Again, how well the singing is, no matter how good the preaching is, no matter how many lights we've got, sound system, all that's well and good. But what Jesus is telling us is that how they're going to know that we are followers of Jesus is how we love other people. All right, so what we see, this is, this is how I'm thinking of it. Okay, like it's hard for Chase to love people because I'm afraid they're going to step out of my life. All right, so it's hard to love people sometimes because they're just hard to get along with. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends with them. It means that you're called to love them. And that's not just, that's a commandment. That's not just like an opinion. That's not just like, hey, it'd be good. Because have you ever met one of those Christians that you're like, dude, you are so stinking mean. I don't know who you're praying to. Like, like, I, like I, I seriously wonder because like we're called to love one another and you've not said one encouraging thing. You have torn me down this whole conversation. That's what I think we like. There's people that are hard to love. There's people that are like that. It's really easy when we get a lot of people in one area. It's really easy to point out like, hey, I don't like that person. I don't like that person. So I'm just going to avoid. I can't even hardly be in the same room. Like that's going to happen. The people you don't get along with. When Jesus says love one another, he's not saying like just a certain group. He's saying that, look, when you come in. To any place, I mean, not just even like a ministry, but like if you're going into classrooms, if you're going into your apartment, loving one another, that's a commandment. So what we see is that, what I, like I said, I broke down a couple, but this is, this is the last one. Is that when it was hard to love, when it was hard for me to love, uh, love other people, when I disagreed with them, when I felt like they were going to step out of my life, I don't know if you can relate to that. 
Maybe you're struggling with some self-identity. You're like, man, I don't know really if God's for me, if he's against me. I'm kind of questioning all. I'm, I'm still just kind of like figuring all that out. What I see, man, is that when it was hard to love, when I think it's hard to love other people, I think about when Jesus was hanging on that cross for me. I think about when my sin, how shameful, how dirty it was, however many times that I'm going to come in this room and I might run back to the same sin that I told Jesus I was going to give last week, the week before that. All the times that I've let God down, every single time that I've done that, what I've seen is that even when it was hard to love me, Jesus stepped down from heaven and he went onto that cross to die for sinners just like us. Because when it was hard to love, when it was hard to love us, Jesus still showed up. So I think it'd be really petty of us to say, you know, there's people in my life that I don't get, that I don't get along with that have, done me, that, have, that have done me wrong in the past. Man, what I see is I see Jesus where I had nothing to offer him except for dirty rags. What he says, he said, I wash them white as snow. Then I'm actually going to go to the cross, get beaten until I'm unrecognizable as a man. They're going to rip my beard out. They're going to lash me so many times. They're not even going to be able to tell who I am. He did that for me. When I was hard to love, when I brought nothing to the table, that's when Jesus showed up into my life. When I was to the end and I need Jesus, I wasn't even looking for him. When Jesus needed to show up in my life, when I was hard to love because I was in the deepest sin that I'd ever been in, when I needed Jesus to intervene in my life, that's when he showed up. When it was hard to love, but the thing is, is that you might feel like, man, there's no way that this Jesus guy, there's no way that he understands what I'm going through. Like, man, you're talking about hard to love. Like, that country song comes on in my, in my head, and I'm thinking, man, like, I am hard to love. Like, there's stuff about me that I don't even feel like God really even, I, I don't know if he forgives that. Like, that's so deep. That's so hidden in there. That's so, like, I've come in here each and every week waiting for things to change, but I'll tell you something is that Jesus is waiting to forgive if you're willing to let it go. Because when we feel like we're hard to love, all we have to do is step into Jesus' throne room and say, you know what? I'm tired of fighting this fight is that when I was hard to love, whenever I had things in my heart, all I had to do was give it to Jesus. I don't have to keep going through this life trying to find the answer when the answer was right there in front of me. Sometimes we go through this life. I, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, man, one thing that I have a problem with is literally my first name. Is that like, I chase stuff. Like, oh my God, I chase stuff. Like, this is what happens is that I'm pretty good at like recognizing sin and recognizing like those bad things in my life. But what I'm really bad at is like going the other direction of it. I can do that. But what I'm really bad at is like running back towards Jesus. Is that it's like I can I can do the running part, man, the chasing part. Dude, my first name, brother, like I can do that. But the thing is, is that like if, if you're still trying to get away from your sin, you've got to say, you know what, Jesus, I need repentance, I need forgiveness, but I'm ready to start running towards you, not towards the things of this world. Because the thing is, if you're just trying to get away, if you're just trying to get away from that sin, you might be successful for a little while. But until you turn fully to Jesus, and I hate to say you're chasing the wrong thing, we've got to, we've got to follow after Jesus. Right. So man, when this thing, when we're talking about hard to love, hard to love, that was us. When we didn't know Jesus, when we still had sin in our life, when we had nothing to offer to the, the creator of the world, when we had nothing to offer, that's when God showed up in our life. 
That's really all that I've got is that when Jesus is calling us, he's saying, love one another. I think that lots of ministries, lots of churches, lots of Christians kind of miss what's important. They're willing to jump to these things. They're willing to worry about things that don't matter. When Jesus is making it really simple and all he's saying is just love one another. Because this is what it is, is we are known for all the, like, we're known for all the criticism. You got people that are walked straight out of here, straight out of church, and it's just like, man, they're just critics, and it's like, but what are you for? What, what, what are you for? And I would love for us as Christians, no matter what background and belief that you were in, no matter how different we might be, if we can agree that, you know what, keep the main thing the main thing, that Jesus is called us each and every one of us, to love one another. Even when it's hard to love, because it was hard to love us with our sin in our life, but Jesus showed up and he died for it. That's the message for tonight. Jesus has called us to love one another, and even when it's hard to love, think about how hard it was was for Jesus to step down and say, you know what, I'm I'm going to die for him. The thing was is that he didn't even really consider it like, yeah, it was kind of hard. No, like he was like, he didn't halfway go to the cross for us. He didn't halfway pay the price. Jesus saw, you know what? These people need a Savior. Literally, God sent His Son down to die on the cross for us. That's what we see. That's what we see. When it's hard for us to love, when you feel like you're running out of, running out of resources, when you, feel like you're, when you feel like you're done, when it's hard, when the, when the going gets tough, that's when Jesus showed up in our life. Even when it was hard for him to come down, even like, it, like I said, it wasn't even hard. He didn't reconsider it. Man, if there's anyone hard to love, it's probably ourself. That's all I got, man. If y'all want to come on back up, I'm going to pray for us. When, when, I kind of forgot. I want to throw this in here, just, just last little thing. Because I know you're, it's kind of like one of those things that's like, man, it's so easy to hear. It's like, you know, love one another. I, I got that, man. Like, I, I'll try it. I'll do my best. But with those people that we, that we don't get along with, lots of times I think we put our opinions above someone else's salvation. Lots of times I think we'd rather say what we think, give our opinions on things. We'd rather disagree. But it's like, man, this Jesus thing is it's not a game. It's not about how many times we can see we're different about. All he's, do, all he's calling us to do, what he's calling us to do in this passage is he's saying just love one another. And it's as simple as that sounds. It's one of the hardest things we'll do our whole life. There's going to be people that we run across that are going to be really hard to love. But I think it's really cool that Jesus didn't say, hey, love one another. And then he just dipped out. No, he said, love one another just as I have loved you. And that's how people will know that you're a follower of me and what he does from there. This is when it gets, this is when it gets real. You ever got that friend that's like, hey, I'm there for you. And I'm like, man, I would much rather you be here for me than just say you're here for me. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that's actually going to be in my corner, not just say they're in my corner. This is one thing that Jesus, Jesus, what Jesus does, he doesn't just say love one another. What we see Jesus doing is loving one another. He does, he does this flawlessly. He doesn't run into anyone that he doesn't love, that he doesn't show grace to. This is what we see. It's Jesus doesn't just say love one another. He doesn't just say that he loves us. He shows us that he loves us when he goes to the cross and he dies for us. So no matter how hard it is for us to love other people, I think we can swallow our pride 
we can swallow that and say, you know what? If Jesus has called me to love one another and he's willing to die on a cross for my sin, I can do that. I can strive for that. Love one another. That's what we should be known for. Not about what we're against. Not about what lights we got. Not about your opinions. How cool would it be is this like, man, there's some Christians on Troy University's campus that, man, I don't, their services are cool. Like, it's awesome, but man, they love the crap out of each other. People that, people that show, that criticize them right to their face. Man, when, when we're called to love one another, that doesn't have any boundaries. That's not like, hey, wait for this perfect time, this perfect place, waiting for like this beam of light to shine down on you. Love one another is when you walk out of here, the person you're sitting next to, when you go eat somewhere tonight, when you wake up the next morning, hey, can I bring you a Scantron? Hey, can I bring you a water? Hey, can I take you out to dinner? Like, hey, let's get a little crazy. Let's actually buy somebody a coffee. Let's actually show someone that we actually love them, we care about them, and we actually care enough about their salvation that we might disagree a little bit. But Jesus has called us to love. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. Help us spread the word by rating and sharing this podcast.